Hello, it's Josephine here, your performing arts business strategist and coach. I wanted to bring this episode to you today because, look, I have moments of guilt <laughs> being a working mum, being a, you know, an entrepreneur, being a business owner, studio owner, and a talent agent, all the things, all the things that we do, coaching people, you know, all of these things that consume so many hours in my business. And I feel there is a sense of guilt associated to that sometimes. Well, a lot of the time, right? When it comes to being a parent. Um, so today I'm going to talk about all the ways that I've been the worst mum ever. And I'm doing this um, because I look, it's not to make you feel bad. It's actually to make you feel you know, that you're not alone, that you are normal, that you, you know, have moments where you're not the perfect parent, you're not the perfect mum. And that's okay. I, I'm going to share with you some things that I've done (laughs) shamelessly. Oh my God. This is like, yeah, no shame attached to this episode, guys. I'm going to really let you know some of the crappy things I've done as a mum to let you know that, um, yeah, you're not the only one if you're feeling the guilt. And then we're going to talk about maybe how we can overcome that. And we're going to turn that frown upside down, right? That's, that's the goal today. We're going to talk about being the worst parent ever. And then we're going to turn your frown upside down. (laughs) All right, let's do this. Hey there, I'm Josephine Lankuba and you're listening to Business Arts and All That Jazz. I've been immersed in the creative business world and performing arts industry for over 20 years. I know from experience that being an artist, a creative or running a creative business can be a tough gig, but I'm here to tell you it's possible. I went from having zero dollars to my name and living below the poverty line to then living paycheck to paycheck to finally living a life of comfort, happiness, passion and even stability. In this podcast, I peel back the curtain and share with you the ups and downs of my journey. Plus, I tap into the minds of creative industry experts to discover their paths to success. I know you have a spark inside of you, that little voice that tells you to reach for the stars. I want to help you step into your limelight to have the courage to live a life you dream of, a life that you design. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk business, arts, and all that jazz. Hello, welcome back. Welcome into today's episode of being the worst mumpreneur ever. Okay, you're the worst parent, so am I. Let's do this. Look, the reason um, I thought about doing this episode was I was actually at a family member's house the other day. And um, they were talking about daycare and everyone has their own thoughts and feelings around receiving care for their children. And this particular person was talking about how they would never put their child in full-time daycare because, you know, and I'm putting on the voice, sorry, um, because they felt that, yeah, like why have kids if you're not going to raise them sort of attitude. Now I thought that was a little bit, a little bit offensive, <laughs> um, but then I let it go. Um, I wasn't like hurt by the comment or anything. I thought it was 
insensitive. I thought maybe, you know, because I am a person that had did put my children into full-time daycare five days a week. Um, and I thought it was great for them. I thought it was amazing because instead of sitting at home while I'm trying to get work done and them being on screens all day, because let's face it, that would be the reality. Um, they actually got to play with other kids and do exciting activities and do physical activity and, you know, creative tasks and learn their ABCs and all the things. And um, I actually thought it was great for the kids. But this particular person, and look, bless them, they didn't mean their intent was not to hurt my feelings. They just didn't think. That's all. Um, when they said it. And that happens. But there's a judgment attached to that, right? So, you know, being a working mom and being a business owner. And yeah, I put my kids in full-time daycare. Yes, I did. Did I do it immediately? No, it, it was an eventual thing, but it happened. And yes, they did go five days a week. Um, and I wouldn't change that. So I'm going to talk about all the moments where I've been the worst parent and you're probably going to relate. Now, for anyone that is someone who runs events and, you know, studios and programs and, and shows and productions, if anyone's been in a show week, like, you know, your concerts or you put on like musical theater or whatever, if you've been in show week, you know how hectic it is, not just when you're at the theater or venue, but the lead up to it, right? So there's a couple of weeks where you literally just have to be on and sometimes 24-7, no matter how prepared you are, there's a lot of thought that goes into it. Even if you're not the person always hands-on, you still have a lot of moving pieces to putting on an event. And so, of course, you're not going to be readily available to your family during that period. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. You know, I'm the parent that sent my son to the teddy bear's picnic at his preschool without a teddy bear. Yes. Yes, I did. And do you know what? It's so funny because I actually, when I realized it halfway through the day going, oh, damn it, it was the teddy bear's picnic and I forgot to bring the teddy bear for my son. And I had that moment of I'm the worst mum ever. He's going to be the only child without a teddy bear. And I had a little cry. <laughs> I did. I had a cry. I was like, oh my God, my poor son doesn't have a teddy bear. And I know that there are so many kids worse off on the in the world, but that's not our world. You know, we are fortunate to be here in Australia and, and, you know, be able to afford things like daycare, like a teddy bear. And so in that moment, I felt like crap. I felt like I was the worst mum. My kid is going to be there without a teddy bear, right? That's one example. So I sent my kid off to the teddy bear's picnic without a teddy bear. Fine, that happened. There's been days where I've sent them in the wrong uniform to school. So I'm busy and I've got lots going on. And it's a sports day and my kid rocked up in regular uniform. And then they come home going, mum, you sent me in sports uniform and it was a regular day and I was the only one in a sports uniform or whatever, in regular uniform and, you know, they're really upset and you feel like crap. How did I miss the memo? I'm so organised and meticulous in my business. I know exactly what's running and when it's running. I'm so reliable for my business. How could I let my kid down? And I felt like crap, right? 
Um, and I'm sure you've had moments like that too, where it's just gets so busy in the business and you invest all this time into it that occasionally little bits slip, right? Am I the person that ten that, you know, was picking my kid up last at, at um, after school care? Yes, that happened for a while. That happened for a while, especially when I was getting back on my feet after COVID and trying to get it all done and I didn't have the mental capacity, you know, even just cooking dinner was like such a task, you know. I'm like, oh, God, I've got to cook dinner. Oh, what am I going to, you know, and everyone wants something freaking different and you're trying to make the same meal and it's all just too freaking hard, yeah. And so... You know, I'd start cooking dinner at five o'clock and I thought that's all right there and after school care, I'll just start cooking dinner at five o'clock and I'll leave at 5.30 and I'll get them by six and I'll make it in time. And, and I would make it in time, but I'd be one of the last people there, usually the last person. I'm probably better at that now. Um, I've got much more, I'm much more chill and I'm, I guess I delegate more in my business and I'm able to let things go more. So now I'm not you know, the last parent on pickup, but even if you are, you're not a bad guy, right? But it does, there is a sense of guilt attached to that. Um, so yeah, so I've been late, I've been late to pick them up after school as in, oh my goodness, have you ever received the phone call from the office where you've literally forgot your kid? (laughs) I have, I have forgotten my children at school. I just thought it was an after school care day and it wasn't. It was like I had to get them by 3.15. So I, I don't have them in after school every day. I have them in after school care three days a week and then two days a week I don't. But then I'm taking them to swimming, gymnastics, wherever. And there's always an activity on. So, you know, I'm still doing stuff. It's never just, oh, it's time to relax now after school. No. Tuesday night's homework night. Like we do all the things. Yeah, so I forgot my kids because I was so engrossed in my work and I was having meetings and I was coming off Zoom calls with team and and the next thing you know, it's 3.30 and I got a call from the school and they said, oh, hello, we've got your little, um, your little one sitting here in the office waiting for you. And I went, yet? What time is it? I went, oh, no. And I'm, I quickly race off. So that's happened. I forgot my kids at school. Um, you know, got the call from the office. There's been times, oh my goodness, uh, we've done some terrible things. <laughs> Nothing serious, um, but just things like, you know, oh, working from home, right? So we all know what that's like because of COVID. And I'm going to give a good hard guess that if you're listening to my podcast, it's because you run a business or you intend to run a business. And so you know what working from home looks like because I'm sure you do it. Even if you have a studio or an office or, you know, whatever, you still, I'm sure, work from home. And there, or you might have to bring your kid with you to work. Maybe you bring your kid to the studio or the theater on show week, or they have to sit in the office and wait for you, you know? And so what are you going to do with them during that time? I mean, it's, it's unrealistic to think that they're going to be engaged for multiple hours. So you're going to put them on screens. I'll never forget one day. I literally left my son on screens for eight hours. Do you know how bad I felt? 
because we have screen rules, time rules. There's no, you know, we switch them off at certain times. They're not allowed to have them on certain days of the week. So no iPads Monday to Friday. They only get the iPad on Saturday. No game consoles during school term, only in the school holidays. You know, the the Nintendo Switch will come out. So we have rules around screen time. But I can promise you those rules went out the window when, you know, there were days where I just, I just, you know, had them home and I couldn't do anything but. So, yeah, I left them on screens for like the whole day and I felt like a really bad mum. And that was bad, like it was pretty bad. But at the same time, I've, I've got stuff to do too. Now, I'm actually leaving for Melbourne today to go and produce a show that I've written. Um, So I've written a musical. It's called Time Machine the Musical. We've sold about over 1,800 tickets. Well, not about. We've sold over 1,800 tickets, 1,850, something like that, 1,850, I believe, um, for our Melbourne run of dates. And, you know, so I'm going to be flying off and doing that. And this morning I was... Literally, because I'm like, oh, my husband's going to have the kids for three days. So, you know, are they going to really eat healthy while I'm gone? So I better make a nice bolognese sauce with carrots and zucchinis in it and garlic and all the things. And I'm like, I'm going to make a nice bolognese sauce so at least he can have that for a couple of nights with the kids and they can get some veggies in them because otherwise he's literally going to do pizza and nuggets, which, you know, they'll be fine and they'll survive. But see how... We just go above and beyond mums in general. We can't help it. It's like, even though I've got a flight to go to Melbourne for work today, I'm still here recording this podcast for you guys, but that's because I want to. But then I'm still cooking bolognese at 9am in the morning to make sure everyone gets a healthy meal. And, you know, there's never an off switch, right, to being a parent. There's never an off switch. So when you have those days where they are on the iPad for like eight hours or the YouTube or whatever, it's like you got to forgive yourself a little bit. Now, we talk about work-life balance, and I can tell you now that I truly believe that work-life balance is a myth. Um, I actually went and listened to Janine Alice, who is the, you know, the founder of Boost Juice and other, um, you know, businesses, but Boost Juice being obviously the most well-known and, um, and she was doing a, you know, she was speaking at an event. This was some time ago. And she talked about work, work-life balance being a myth. And I was so glad she said that because that's one of the, um, entrepreneurs that I really idolized for many years. And, um, I liked the fact that she was, you know, she was doing it. She didn't start until she was in her thirties. She was in her forties. She had, you know, four kids, all these things. And it just made it feel a bit possible. Um, you know, she started with no money as a single mom and all the things like, you know, the stories, the stories that you hear and you go, wow, okay. So if someone can come from that and end up there, then I can do that too. And it's inspiring. Right. But yeah, she talked about this work, like this work life balance myth. And I was glad she did because, you know, we keep seeking it, but it really doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Now you can have a work life balance, um, a work you know, a work-life blend rather. So a work-life blend is, you know, where the two come together. Um, So I, for example, on Wednesdays, take my daughter to go do gymnastics and I pick her up early from school, 3.15. 
and early meaning there's no after school care. And then we go home, we have a bit of dinner. I know that I'm not going to work during that time, but then she's in gymnastics for 90 minutes. So I know on Wednesdays, if I bring my laptop, there's a cafe at the gymnastics center and I can pick up that time while she's in gymnastics and I can do my 90 minutes there um, at the cafe with my laptop. And I'm good with that. I'm like, actually, I look forward to it because I actually get to do it in a different environment. I get my my little, you know, skim hot chocolate. I get my tiny little cupcake and I'm happy. That's happy. I'm not resentful. I'm not saying, oh, I've got to do more work and I've got to do it at the gymnastics center because I won't fit it in. I don't have any of those feelings of resentment around it because my life is blended. Just like um, sometimes my children have to come to the studio with me. My daughter loves seeing um, the older kids rehearse in studio. She loves it. She'll sit there for hours. Sometimes I feel bad. I'm like, oh, honey, I got to, I'll leave early this rehearsal and I'll take you home. The staff have got this. She's like, no, mom, I want to stay and watch. I'm like, wow, okay, cool. You've been here for three hours, but if you still want to keep watching, great. So there's the blend. Um, my son loves coming to see our live shows. He's only five at the moment. He loves watching our musical theater productions. So um, once I didn't take him and he cried and he said, I wanted to see that. I thought I was going to see that. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So here I was feeling guilty that I was keeping you at the theater and you had to watch all these shows and do things when in fact they love it. So it's about changing the narrative in the family and making it positive. It doesn't have to be negative, right? But anyway, look, um, I think that as mums, as parents, as entrepreneurs, as business owners, that we 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 have moments where it's not perfect and we may feel like we are the worst parents ever, but they are teachable moments too. Like I truly believe that pursuing what I want in life and like, you know, dreaming big and going for my goals, which is what I I do, I, I, I always aim to live a life without regret, that I'm actually teaching my kids a valuable lesson about, you know, going for your dreams and goal setting and achieving great things. I mean, whenever we get new students, um, I have a bell that I ring and the whole house hears the bell and my daughter will go, oh, mum, did you get some more, new, did you get more clients? Did you get new students? And she goes, how many have you got now? And so I ring the bell for every um, time we get new clients in the door at home as a celebration. And my family gets involved in that and they know what the bell's about. Um, So that's that blend, right? Um, And it's positive. Um, I also think that, you know, I'm teaching my children a good work ethic. My husband too. So my husband works corporate and he works um, full-time for an organization. Um, we He doesn't work within my business. Um, and, you know, he he has his, his job as well. And a lot of that is now from home. So he used to go to the office five days a week, but obviously due to COVID, now he's only required, I think, to go one or two days a week, show his face in office and the rest of the time at home. But we show our kids a good work ethic. And I think a good work ethic is important. And it's not about hard work. It's not about saying, you know, grind yourself to the bone. <laughs> it's not the hustle that I'm teaching. It's just you know, leading by example. It's saying that, you know, we do prioritize our commitment to work, especially when, you know, we have a purpose and it's, you know, we're fulfilling, you know, our purpose and others. We're facilitating the the dreams of others. That's what I do. 
And so it's all positive. So, you know, you are going to get people that judge you. Like I said, that family member that said the thing or that's not the only one. You know how many people have judged me or they've, you know, thought that it's impossible? Like friends, oh, even when I was starting out years ago, I had friends say, how are you going to do that, Joe? How are you going to have kids and a business and a it's like, because uh, I'll just figure it out because that's what I want to do. <laughs> you know, so you're going to come across the naysayers, right? Or the people that just don't get it. Don't listen to them. I know it's a bit hurtful. Like, I get it. Like, in the moment, you might go, oh, that didn't feel good. Or there's a, there's a judgment call. But you need to let it go and know that, yeah, you're going to be a crappy mum sometimes. You're going to be a crappy parent and that is okay. So if you think you're the worst parent in the world, don't worry. I've been it too. Yes, there have been weeks where I haven't cooked one damn meal because I've been so busy and it's been like chicken nuggets in the oven or pizza. And yeah, it's not good. Okay. Or like when they wake up in the morning and you're trying to get something done and you need them to be quiet because you've just got to do this thing and you give them a lollipop at like 9am and you're like, Oh God, that is so bad. I shouldn't give my kid a lollipop at 9am, but I need them to shut up because I've got to get this. I got to get these bookings out for the courier. And if I just need them to be quiet. Right. So we've all been there. We've all been there. Yeah. I mean, obviously don't give your kid a lollipop every single morning. That's bad. (laughs) But if you did it for a week to get through a big project, then screw it. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to keel over. They're going to be okay. They're going to be okay. I've implemented what I call family fun day. And once a month we have a day, we have a day where we do something really fun. And it never gets missed. Okay, it never gets missed. And we do the, the middle Sunday of every month. And if something's on, like a function, then we, we schedule it to another day. And um, we just make sure it never gets missed. You can't delete a family fun day. It can only be replaced with another day. It must be in the same month. That's the rules. So um, what did we do this family fun day? Oh, yeah, it was last week. We went to the movies and we saw Sonic 2 and we went to the beach and, um, you know, we got ice cream and we did all this fun stuff. We had lunch out, um, went to a sushi bar for dinner, like the kids, they had like a little gaming area where you could play ping pong and all the things. So the kids got to do all that. Yeah, and it was just really fun. We just had a fun day out. Sometimes we'll get tickets to go see something or sometimes we'll go to a water park or whatever. So it's family fun day and it's like the kids know that we have a family fun day every month and they get excited and they're like, oh my gosh, what's up? What's coming up? What are we doing next family fun day? And then they'll start talking about the things they want to do. So it's a great way to engage and make sure that even if it's just that one day a month, that there's a day where we say, do you know what? Tools down everybody we're going to really come together and we're going to have this special day. Sometimes we go for a bushwalk, whatever. And it doesn't mean we don't have fun on other days. It just means that no matter what's happening, no matter how stressed out we are from work, no matter what's going on in our business or lives, there's this day every month and we're going to prioritize our family. We're going to have fun. We're going to make 
time for fun and it feels scheduled. Yeah, it is. But if you don't like think about it or make a plan towards it, the days pass you, the weeks pass you, the months pass you. The next thing you know, you're turning around six months later or a year later going, huh, we haven't had any fun. We've not done anything. When was the last time we just had a day out as a family? You know, so um, I would say if you can start scheduling yourself a monthly family fun day, you will not regret it. I promise you are not the worst parent in the world. Yes, you've done some crappy things. So have I. We've all done it. Move on. Move on, people. (laughs) Okay. And um, just know that you're doing the best you can. Make time when you can. And yeah, know that you're you're teaching your kids by example and you're leading them and you're showing them what a great work ethic you have and that you're a, you know, you're a goal seeker, you're a dream seeker. And these are positive things. You are an awesome mum. You are an awesome parent. I know it. I just know it because you have good intentions and you want the best for your family. So yeah, guys, I've got to get on a plane. What time is it? Yeah, I'm leaving in 20 minutes. Um, off to Melbourne and then yeah for three days my cast and my co-producer um I'm meeting my co-producer at the airport my cast I'll be meeting on the other end uh we're going to be staying at the Novotel for a few days um I hear it's freezing in Melbourne but I'm going to bring my swimmers anyway just because I can't help myself and I hope for an opportunity Apparently they have a sauna at the hotel. I'm excited to actually have a few days. Speaking of being the worst mum, I'm actually excited to have a few days away from the family. Yay! Even though it's work, it's like good work. I'm happy. You know, I love what I do, right? So um, my family will survive without me. I'm not the worst mum, guys, because I'm taking three days away from the family either. So there's another point. You know, if you need to take time to get great work done, do it. You know, do it. All right, I'm going to leave you with that um, so I can go catch my flight. Have a beautiful day, everyone. And uh, if you ever need support or guidance or mentoring strategy sessions in your business, you know, um, reach out. I'm here for you and I'd love to hear from you. Okay, bye. If you enjoyed listening and would like to hear more, be sure to click subscribe. If you're really feeling the love, share us with your friends. To work with me or to simply find out more about the magic of creativity, arts and business, head to my website, josephinelancuba.com and you can find me on socials. I also have a book that I've co-written with a bunch of amazing entrepreneurial women called The Women Changing the World and you can grab a copy of that at josephinelancuba.com forward slash books. Thanks for listening.